Hey guys, we're Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online for your business for less than $500 a month. We have been using the Workplay method to launch visual marketing strategies for businesses all over North America and Europe. If you are wanting to uplevel your marketing, we are giving listeners of the Workplay podcast an exclusive video bonus offer on their first workplace shoot for free when you DM us the word podcast. This offer is valued at $1,500. And again, we are giving this away for free. To claim this offer, go to at Workplay Branding on Instagram and DM us podcast to claim this exclusive free video bonus offer valued at $1,500. That is at Workplay Branding on Instagram. DM us the word podcast. Don't miss out. Welcome to the Workplay Podcast, where we deep dive into how to create a visual marketing strategy that actually moves the needle. Take a peek inside the minds of hundreds of Workplay members who have created successful visual campaigns that have generated millions in revenue. Picking out things that maybe you don't even think you would wear, but something that appeals to you visually, and it's okay, you're not committing to anything. People sometimes think, what do I need in my wardrobe? Or am I going to really wear that on a daily basis? You have to let go of that a little bit, which is not an easy thing to do because the whole idea of how am I coming across? How am I marketing myself to my audience? involves things that maybe you wouldn't wear every day. You have to put a lot of thought into that. Hi, welcome to the Workplay Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. You are Workplay's in-house stylist, and I can't wait to dive into how style plays a role in how successful your visuals are. But first, I want to know how you got into styling to begin with. Well, first, thanks for having me. I was an art major in college and graduated and couldn't find really what my passion was. So somehow wound up on Wall Street working for Goldman Sachs as a trader. And fast forward, I had four children and it was not really conducive to having four kids under five and a half. I had been dressing everyone my whole life, my friend, their friend, and I really wasn't like the best stay-at-home mom. So their new Nordstrom store that was opening up in my area, and I figured, let me give it a shot. And I had zero retail experience. So I did that for a while and I really loved it. It was like a way, I was like, wow, I found my creative outlet. And it was like the best way of expressing myself creatively. And then I went on my own. I feel so grateful that I found my passion. Interesting road. (laughs) Oh yeah. And whenever someone switches careers or dives into hey, I'm actually passionate about this. It shows through, which is why I'm so happy that you're a part of the Workplay team. Why do you think styling is so hard for Workplay members or just like people in general? People in general are afraid to take chances. They're afraid they're going to make the wrong choices. Budget and time constraints play a big part. And people, they're afraid of change and it's overwhelming. And honestly, like some people just aren't interested. They're not interested in fashion. Maybe they want to convey certain messages about themselves. That's part of it that maybe the styling part, maybe they just don't 
enjoy. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's not interested in this? Why should someone be interested in their personal style and how it's being perceived into the world? Well, you know, especially when it comes to digital marketing, your personal style is really your way of communicating your values, your interests, your personality. That's the way you get your message across. Are you trying to come across as really chill and carefree? So your style would be a little bohemian. Are you trying to come across as maybe you're a therapist, you want to be approachable? Maybe your style would be more casual. So it really is the main way of really showing the world, this is who I am. It's one of those things that gets overlooked when it comes to marketing in general, because so much of what we do is online. So a lot of people are like, well, I'm in my sweatpants all day anyway. Like, why does it actually matter? But it does matter when you're putting yourself out there. There's so many things happening now since we're post-COVID where in-person events are getting more and more attention. People want to be out in the world again. Also, people are wanting to put themselves out there in this bigger way. And I think something that you're so good at is pushing people out of their comfort zone, especially when it comes to styling. When someone does start to feel out of their comfort zone, especially in the realm of clothing, what is your advice? How can someone soothe themselves through that? It's actually probably my favorite part of their styling process is trying to push someone out of their comfort zone. I will tell you that most people say that's what they want. The idea sounds great, but then when it comes down to it, the key is experimenting. There is no pressure to do a total overhaul. You don't have to, boom, out of my comfort zone. I'm going from this to something so extreme. And a lot of it's about trust, whether it's me as a stylist for workplay or a friend. Clothing. As well as visual marketing, there's such an identity attached to it. It becomes such an emotional experience for someone to step out of that comfort zone. That's where you can butt heads with the voice inside your head that's like, oh, that's not you. Don't wear that. That's why the experimenting part is really important, like just giving something a chance. People have these preconceived notions in their head. Oh, I just don't wear blazers. Did you ever try short or boxy? There's a million different, I mean, that's just a good, an example. You, you just got have to try it. So how do you push your comfort zone while still feeling true to yourself when it comes to your style and your brand? You take baby steps. Like mm-hmm. I said, it doesn't have to be a total um, overhaul. You take baby steps and, you know, a little at a time and, If you are being true to yourself and being true to your brand, it'll feel right. And if it doesn't, then okay, maybe it's too far out of your comfort zone, or maybe it's the wrong direction outside of your comfort zone. Because confidence is key. For the most part, in my experience, when I have pushed someone out of their comfort zone, it's been like a new world, which to me is the most rewarding part is that I push someone to maybe try something that they wouldn't have normally thought of. And they're like, wow, like the bottom line is, you know, you you try something new, you'll know if it feels right. 
I love that so much of what you do is based on a feeling because when someone goes in front of the camera, that also reigns true. If you're uncomfortable in the clothing, as well as on top of being uncomfortable in front of the camera, it's a double whammy right. of being, oh no, like what am I doing? This doesn't feel right. How you feel in the clothing, even if it's outside of the comfort zone, I think we've all been there. It's like, oh, I've never worn something like this, but something about this is really, it's working for me. But that that step to actually take that something, wearing something that's outside of your comfort zone is a big step for sure. One of the biggest pain points when doing a workplace shoot is figuring out and organizing all 15 outfits. 15 outfits is our default. Some people are like, I can't do 15 and that's okay. Do you have any hacks for doing this efficiently, like organizing before the shoot? As part of the power up, what I do is every outfit is put together and tried on. There's a photo taken and there's actually a photo shoot guide put together. But that is also something that you can do on your own. I would start there, like actually try on every single outfit, including the accessories, the correct shoes, have a picture. You could order disposable clear garment bags on Amazon. They come in packs. The outfits should be numbered. There's a picture. It includes everything. There are packing cubes to help you include shoes, accessories. Again, I would number them by outfit. Some clients have, let's say most of their shots are done in the same location. If that were to be the case, Walmart sells clothing racks that fold up for like $30. And that's even more helpful to just have them numbered and lined up. I can't tell you how many people have said taking a photo in the outfit before the day of the photo shoot has helped so much just an organization but also just seeing how it looks because when we're looking at outfits in our head it's different than how it falls on our body sometimes and you're like oh i think that jacket would be great with these jeans and then you put it on you're like no <laughs> do you have any tips for after the shoot because that's always a big thing that i don't think a lot of people think about is okay we have 15 outfits and then by 2 p.m. on the day of the shoot, everything's usually a mess, which is totally normal. Totally, that's fine. But then like after the shoot, how, what is the workflow for that? Especially if someone has either rented clothing or bought clothing, but they want to return it. Hopefully the return pile isn't huge because we usually try to pick things that someone loves so much that they feel so great in it that there's no chance they want to return but the first step would be separating it. Anything I rented and that needs to be sent back, anything that goes back in my closet, anything that needs to be returned. Having categories of what's mine, what I'm keeping, and anything that needs to go back goes totally separately. Workplay members are intentionally going through this process of creating visuals for their marketing. Why is styling so important to that journey and going through that journey seamlessly. It's really the only way to speak to your audience. It's really the way to tell them who you are. Like I said before, are you serious? Are you professional and corporate? And that's how you want to come across. Are you carefree? Maybe you're a leader and you want to come across as I'm a major boss, right? Your clothes will tend to be like more tailored. 
that's really your opportunity to be, okay, who's my audience? Who am I trying to attract? And how am I going to portray myself so that my audience is attracted to me? Oh my gosh, I totally agree. I was actually doing a strategy session for someone's visuals for their upcoming shoot with them. And we were taking a look at all of their offers. And they had three different offers, but each offer was communicating something different to the audience. Like a certain type of person would only go into one offer. So when we were creating and brainstorming the visuals together, a huge component of the messaging was around, well, what are you going to wear? Because we cannot have this offer that is supposed to be around like peace and comfort. I don't know if you could wear a suit and a blazer and everything like that, because that's not really communicating that result for that offer, especially if the visuals is, okay, we're going to have you laying on a couch and it's going to be like this dramatic comfort scene. But then they had this other offer that was all about stepping into like your power and your CEO mode. And, and I'm like, we got to get you styled in some sort of boss blazer, same brand, but different messaging. And it's crazy how much the clothing, when you are creating the visual is so important to the message. 100%. And it's your way of standing out against your competition. If I'm hiring someone for digital marketing, super competitive, there's a lot out there. And that gives you the competitive edge is that I'm showing you that I totally have it going on. And it's really about what you're wearing. The first 10 seconds that someone sees you, it's their impression, right? The most important thing, I think. It's so true. And when you're creating a visual campaign, that also reigns true. Someone's scrolling on their feed. What, what you're wearing on your body is the first thing right. someone sees. Then they see the context to it. Then they see the full campaign. It's like one, two, three. The clothing matters <laughs> for sure. It really does. If someone feels completely lost when it comes to their personal style, where do you suggest that they start? Pinterest is a great place to start. If you have certain style icons, following people on social media, or copying what they wear for the power up, for people that really don't have an idea of what they like. Some people just don't know what they like or they know what they like. They don't know how to explain it. Leaning into... The not knowing, don't know. So I'm just going to see what I like and then be like, okay, well, would I typically wear that? No, but I like it. So that I feel like that's also where like the pushing the boundary starts. Right. It's almost like people need a little bit of permission to do that. Do you find that happens a lot? It's taking a chance and it could always be tweaked. It could be, okay. I wouldn't wear that and it's really out of my box. There's something about it that I like. It's like about, okay, what is it about it that you like? And it's narrowing down. It could be like small changes, but it could make a huge difference. And it really changes everything. If you're like loving the way you're, what you're wearing and you're feeling like a boss, you walk differently, you sit differently, your posture is different. It changes the entire presentation. It changes everything about how you're coming off. Can you go in a little bit deeper? Like how does someone's style change the perception of you? So how would someone's style change the way how people are reacting? What is that 
switch or that you've seen that how that switch has happened? It's a complete change in somebody's luck. I see that the most with some people that maybe didn't realize how important it was. Is there any specific type of visual campaign where styling makes more sense for a workplace member? Like retreats versus offer launch. When should someone do the styling? It would be ideal for someone who's launching a brand for the first time. It's your whole image. It's this is who I want to be. And you have a chance to put that out there. Anyone who wants to read. But I also think it's, it's really important for everyone. How am I standing out from the competition? How am I engaging my audience, right? If you're changing it up, chances are you're engaging a lot more people, right? Who want to see the same thing over and over again. When you're going through the method, you're doing it, you're doing visual campaigns multiple times a year. You don't want to be wearing the same thing. Also, if you have a themed shoot where it's, okay, I'm going all in on this theme for the shoot, you're probably going to want to be styled in that theme. And it might be a little different than what you typically wear on a day-to-day basis, but it's got to go with the theme, with the campaign. All of these assets coming together to create this look for the visual is so important. And this happens so organically, like you said, with the rebrand. When people first come in and they're doing a full rebrand, this is going to be your base content for a really long time. (laughs) Right. This is like what you're putting out there. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. What sometimes people don't realize is a lot of it might not be, not a lot of it, but some of it might not be things that you would necessarily wear in your everyday life. I get super passionate about capturing this shot and I'm envisioning, let's see, someone's walking down the steps and they're wearing, I don't know, like the sleeve on their dress has a big, wide, flowy. It's like you want to capture that feeling, that look. Do I think you're going to walk down the street tomorrow in that? No, but (laughs) it makes for a great shot. Everything for the shot. We're doing it all for the shot. So many members ask to see your work and what you've done. So I'm going to flip the question back on you. Which of your workplace shoots that you've styled are some of your favorites and why? I love all of them. I can't necessarily pick a shoot, but... I could tell you about a couple of situations, like for Annalise, who I actually just worked with for the second time. So I have this thing about, I just want to be Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City. And I'll get these visions in my head of someone like a fun, long tool skirt, but looks with a t-shirt and maybe a pair of sneakers, something unexpected. So there happened to have been a scene for her that someone was going to place a crown on her head. And before we did the final rundown call for the photo shoot, there was one dress that I picked out for her that we both loved, but was not, not stock in her size. So I had sent a few other links for other suggestions. So it was like two dresses. They were very similar. And then I thought, that would be so fun. I know she'll probably never do it, but I'm just going to add it as an option. So I added a tool skirt and the white bodysuit. And, and so I was going through the rundown call with her and she's like trying on every single outfit. And we get to this one and I'm really realizing, oh, I didn't, we didn't talk about which one she picked. So she walks out and she's wearing the, t- and I literally, I think I jumped up and down. 
I think I was that excited. She was willing to say yes. And I thought that was really cool. And then I've had other clients who just in general that have completely changed, like didn't wear color before, or I had another client who really stepped out of the box and afterwards was like, oh, wow, I tried all these things that I never in a million years, I just wouldn't have thought of it. So those are the really, the ones that stand out for me. That to me is like super impactful. I'm so passionate about making my client feel good and take chances. If you're not going to do that, then you don't need me. (laughs) I want to make a difference to feel like, wow, they did something, you know, different and they really are representing their brand. I'm just going to repeat what you said. If you don't want to take the chance with this style, then you don't necessarily need a stylist, right? To tell you where to go, what to do. When you hire in any arena, when you hire an expert in something, if you're not willing to step out of the comfort zone with the expert, then I don't know if you're particularly ready to do that. But for those of you who are ready, the styling one is such a good, it's such a good pairing with what you're doing because you're already kind of doing it. You don't want to go like half in, half out, right? And there's times and places when you want for big launches and the visual campaign, you're really going all in versus one where it might be a little more of a like a quieter time in your business. If a workplace member doesn't have the budget for a personal stylist, what are some tips and tricks for styling themselves until they do have the budget? Keeping things basic. I tend to usually recommend solids, not a cool, beautiful floral blouse. It would look great in real life, but nothing too distracting. I don't want to be staring at your beautiful blouse. I want to see you. It's safest to keep it basic. Accessories are super important. You could change an entire outfit with a belt, a hat. That's where the third piece rule comes in. You could change a basic outfit into something that looks really polished. And it's not that difficult. Third piece, whether it be a jacket, a sweater, a scarf, maybe not even something that you would even have to put on. Maybe it's just draped over your shoulders. If it's a little interesting, if it has some dimension and some texture, that completes an outfit. Try to dig through your closet and find basics. And if you could fill in with fun accessories, a statement necklace, a cool belt, a hat, sunglasses, I think that, you know, could make a difference and make it look more polished. And then for those that do have the budget to work with you on their next shoots, what do you advise workplay members to think about before purchasing the styling power? How can they prepare themselves to get the most out of their time? The biggest thing is is really understanding what you want your audience to know about you. How do you want to portray yourself? It really starts there. Who are you trying to speak to? And how am I going to attract them? That's like the first thing. Also Pinterest, going through vision boards and picking out things that maybe you don't even think you would wear, but like something that appeals to you just visually. And it's okay. You're not committing to anything. People sometimes think, what do I need in my wardrobe? Or am I going to really wear that? 
on a daily basis. I think that part, you have to let go of that a little bit, which is not an easy thing to do because the whole idea of how am I coming across, how am I marketing myself to my audience involves things that maybe like you wouldn't wear every day. You have to put a lot of thought into that. And to piggyback off of that from a visual marketing standpoint, you're looking at what you're creating the visuals for, and that can give you the answer to Heidi's question, right? So if the offer is, and the result of the offer is to make people feel really relaxed around something, a pain point, then how is that feeling going to come across in your style? If you're wanting someone to feel like empowered or you're trying to create an aspirational brand, then it's that's what you come to Heidi with in terms of your visual marketing and your campaign. If something's themed, I know around the holidays, so many things are themed. That's what we're coming to the table in. I also would say that when members are creating uh, Pinterest boards for their brand shoots and poses and scenes, a really easy, simple way would just to be like, okay, what are the models wearing in that scene? You don't have to reinvent the wheel is what I'm trying to say is like, okay, we're going to create, this is the inspiration. And this person is, looks like she's in like an anthropology ad. Maybe we should go more in the bohemian style, even if that's not usually what you do. But if that's what your theme is around this carefree, open West in nature sort of vibe, then the clothing can speak for that. But you can find clues in how you're preparing for your brand shoot anyway with style. There doesn't have to be this pressure of being, oh, I'm going to change everything about myself. I'm going to change my whole look, my whole, it doesn't have to be like that at all. Knowing how you want to come across is definitely the number one thing. I've also heard it described as almost, okay, we're going to step into a character, right? Who is the character and identity that you're going to be stepping into for the visual campaign? That's who you're dressing for. It goes back to what you were saying. You have to let go of, would I actually wear this in real life? And it's more so, does this match the vision of the arts that I'm creating? It's advertising. You see an ad, it's not necessarily something you'll see in real life. People sometimes lose sight of that. And I get it. Listen, it's so uncomfortable. The idea of being in front of a camera is terrifying for most people, including myself. I get it. Not an easy thing, uh, especially to be like a little adventurous with your clothing. I have just a lot of people. I have not had anyone regret it. No one says, oh my gosh, I tried that fabulous jacket and I hate it. <laughs> Why do you think it's worth it to create a visual marketing campaign four times a year instead of the traditional way of just doing it once every few years. As much as it feels probably super overwhelming to people that to do the four times a year because the every three months I know gets there sooner um, than you would think. I 100% think that right there is your competitive edge. It is. It's like most people don't, right? Most people are probably doing their photo shoots, I don't know, once or twice a year. If that. 
Right. If that, I don't know. It's like the seasons, right? They change four times a year. Be interesting. Give me something new to look at. That's the way you stand out. You're more interesting. You're changing it up. You're, and you know what? It's a really cost-effective way to advertise. What is one piece of advice you have for workplace members when going through the method? Be a little daring. It's not easy, but it's, it's worth it. I totally agree. Push it. You have a container to push the limits. Why not right. push the limit? Thank you so much, Heidi. This was so helpful. My pleasure. To purchase the workplace styling add-on on your next workplace shoot, DM us styling on Instagram at Workplay Branding, and we'll get everything set up for you and Heidi to work together uh, and create those beautiful visual campaigns. DM us styling on Instagram at Workplay Branding, and we'll get you all set up. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This podcast is edited and produced by the Virtual Assistant Studio. This episode of the Workplay Podcast is brought to you by Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online. In 2019, they revamped the Workplay method and have been using this exact process to launch businesses' visual marketing strategies all over North America and in Europe. Head over to WorkplayBranding.com to learn exactly how you can launch your visual marketing strategy and cohesive brand for less than $500 a month.